trivia question. Lynn is here. 115, your chance to talk to a legend. Live on the radio. How many times a week can you say that? I know that tattoos are not everybody's cup of tea, but I really can't get enough of them. My first tattoo I got done by my friend Rowan, who's a lovely, kind gay man, in summer 1976. It was of Rod Stewart's face, and he did it on my left breast. Just so you could see his forehead and eyes peeking over my bra. Rod Stewart's that is not Rowan's, he's not into that kind of thing. Anyway, it was done with some ink we robbed from the art cupboard in school, and a needle from Rowan's mam's Easter bonnet that he found at the attic. He wore the hat to a concert by The Clash in Cardiff a few years later, but he got beaten up when someone stole it. I had to bite down on a piece of old exercise book and grip on the sides of the bunk bed when Rowan inked Rod onto my boob. He heated the needle up with a lighter and it hurt a lot, but I knew it had to be done. Like getting your ears pierced. You know it's gonna hurt, but it's worth it. I still remember it well. A sunny Saturday in June, with the half-cast raster boy next door playing Young Americans by David Bowie on a loop. I found out later that Rowan didn't have to heat the needle, but it was better safe than sorry. We put a plaster on it, and let it heal for a day or two, and then we took it off. Thing is, because Rowan was blinding one night, it didn't look that much like Rod Stewart, but I knew it was him and that's all that mattered. But since I got a lot older now, and I've had problems with my weight and that, his face just looks a bit like a sad witch. And if you catch me on a bad day in the wrong light, it looks like someone's punched me in the tits again. It wasn't my best tattoo. It was shit, really. But it was my first one, so I still like it. A bit like if you have a moron boy, and although he throws his tantrums and makes a racket in Asda's, and you feel like putting the pillow over his face sometimes, you know when you're art you love him really. As the years went by I had a few more. I got one of a woman opening her legs around my belly button, with the belly button as a, well, a thing you know, a mermaid's purse. That was dear that one. Had it done in Lanzarote around the time Princess Diana died. But although it's good, I had a letter from the council saying I was banned from all they have swimming pools because they said it's obscene. And when our Alsatian puppy Khan got kicked to death by a horrible neighbour with schizophrenia, I had his paw print tattooed on my neck. Breaks my fucking heart, that one. Glad I hardly ever see it. But my best tattoo, my number one is this one on my shoulder. My boy, Enrique Iglesias. It's a long story, but I'd had a pounding edit for hours, and Gavin was doing nights, so I took four paracetamol and washed them down with the last of my cherry lambrini. Stupid bloody thing to do, but I was, I was too lazy to walk to the bathroom. After ten minutes, I felt I was going to bring up my womb and my stomach, so I ran to the bathroom and was sick everywhere. As I walked out, I didn't see Baby Fletcher's pop-up pirate and Playmobil on the stairs and I went down like a butch tranny in high heels. I was out as. I nearly broke my neck, was in a mild coma for a week. Gavin come home and found me there covered in sick and blood and called the ambulance. First thing I remember when I woke up in the private ward was my boy Enrique on a wireless somewhere in the ward. 
I know he brought me back. I read in Bella magazine that Peter Kay did the same thing to a kid with diabetes. He heard garlic bread and came back to life. Bloody miracle it was.